Hey everyone, it is episode 22. All right, I'm Allison Burns. And I am Lulu Picard, and this is 10K, 10K Dollar, Dollar Day. Day. And um, Allie, we're yes. recording episode 22 on the 22nd of May. Oh my God, I love when that happens. <laughs> oh, listen, today's going to be a good one. I know I, prior to hitting record, we had our doubts, but today it's going to be a good one. Oh my goodness. I just love how excited you get about number things. It makes yeah. me laugh so hard. Yeah, oh, that changes man. everything. I'm so excited. <laughs> So how have you been? What's going on? Good. Um, It was a very busy week. Kind of school is coming to a close and uh, lots of end of the year performances. And so it's been a little crazy. But now, yesterday, I had like a full day off and I actually went to the beach and just laid on the sand for a couple hours, took a walk, went and had breakfast. So it was very nice. Um... And then, you know, now I've got to figure out how to make money during the summer. <laughs> I had one day to be like, oh, okay, this is great. I'll take the day off. And now I'm like, oh, God, how am I going to make money? I'm glad you took a day off for yourself, though. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, because we don't have normal jobs. We sometimes end up working seven days a week and not even realizing it. Yes, and then all of a sudden... True. You'll actually have a day off, and you don't even know what to do with yourself. Oh, my gosh. So yesterday um, yesterday was my birthday, but for part of my birthday, so we, you know, a bunch of friends and I went out, and then after we went out, we were a little tipsy, and one girl uh-huh. said, let's get massages, or I want a massage. Oh. And it's New York, where you can actually get a massage at 10 at night. So yeah. I called this place that I go to a lot. And I said, do you have room for, you know, three people to come in and get a massage at 10 p.m.? And he said, yes. So we all, like, pile into a cab and we get down there. My massage was great. Uh, My other friend's was great. (laughs) The third girl. (laughs) It's not funny, but it kind of is. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I go out in the lobby and uh, my friend Ariana says, I think that Pilar needs you in the back room and I oh. said ne- needs me she goes yeah I, I think you should go talk to her and I said <gasps> oh okay so I go and talk to her and I say what's going on and she's standing there now this will be a very familiar situation for some people that are listening to this and possibly even you Allie I'm not sure oh yes okay. it is this is going to be very familiar to you because it recently happened to you oh so okay. she's standing there staring And her pants on the ground. And she says, my back hurts and I can't move. (gasps) And she has her shirt on, right? But she is like staring at her pants. And uh, I said, what's going on? She goes, I can't move. Uh, Oh, something happened to my back. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, And she goes, and this is really strange. Now, Pilar is young. So she's never in her life had a back spasm before. Okay. And you know how scary that can be the first time. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. You think your back is completely broken and it's yeah. never going to work again. So I said, great, I'm going to help you get dressed. She goes, you don't have to do that. I said, I, I've been there before. I know you can't bend down. <laughs> I'm going to help you get dressed. So I, you know, I get her pants and I'm, you know, putting her feet through and then I'm, you know, pull, you know, just helping. Yeah. Her. But, you know, she's just had this massage. So she's wondering, is it because of the massage? Right. Well, we go to the front desk. 
Um, and she's like, I'm not going to say anything. I said, well, you should say something. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a chance it is completely unrelated, right? There's a chance right. that there, there was something, there's a chance either that it's a fluke or that she had some tension somewhere else and they released it and then it, you know, spasmed somewhere. You know, we've yeah. all been there. So I say to the woman as I'm paying, uh, and I and I also pulled out my loyalty card so they would know that I've been there before and I wasn't just oh, a random good. guest, right? Yeah. So I pull out the little thing they stamp, and I say, uh, my massage was great, her massage was great, my other friend is in a lot of pain right now. And the majority of, if not all, of the people who work at this bar are Chinese. So okay. there's a little bit of a language barrier. So she yeah. goes... No, she's good. Oh. And I said, I said, no, no, she's not good. Um, oh. She's actually in a lot of pain. And she goes, no, 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 she's good. Oh. And meanwhile, my friend with the back pain is <laughs> getting really frustrated by hearing this conversation. And everyone, we're the last people there, of course, because it's nighttime. So yeah. everyone is surrounding us saying, no, 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 it's good. It's good. It's good. To the point that one woman clapped my friend on the shoulder and the back going, no, she's good. She's oh. good. And my friend is going, ow, 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 ow. And <gasps> uh, I know. And she said, no, it's good. And then she starts acting out her words, the woman at the reception desk, which I know was meant to be further communication with me, but kind of felt a little condescending. So she says, it's good. Thumbs up. And then she says, she sleep tonight. She folds her hands and put her, puts her head on her hands like a sleeping baby. Uh-huh. And then she, and she goes, and tomorrow, uh, tomorrow feel better. Thumbs up again. And I said, Oh my God. I know. I, know. I said, well, um, but what if she doesn't feel better? Yeah. And no one was really listening to me. She goes, hold on. I'll call my manager. So she calls her manager and this conversation is happening. It's very long. This conversation in Chinese that I don't understand. Right. So I, in my passive aggressive way, want them to understand that she hurts more than someone who's just sore from a massage. Because I don't think that they're getting that. So my way of passive-aggressively making that happen is to escalate the conversation, but not directly to them. So I just just keep turning to my friend going, do you need to go to the hospital? (gasps) And meanwhile, (sighs) that's such an extreme... That my friend is like, no, I don't need to go to the hospital. But I'm like trying to communicate that it's serious. So I just keep asking it. Are you sure you don't need to go to the hospital? Like what a weird way for me to deal with that. Um. No, I feel like that's exactly, it's not weird. I feel like that's exactly what you do. Because you don't like confrontation, but you're going to, you still stand up for your friends. So it's like the perfect way to do it. So anyway, the woman gets off the phone to the manager. She says, it will be better tomorrow. Which part of me thinks could be true. I haven't checked in with my friend yet, but you and I both know from having back spasms, it could just go away. Yeah. It does appear out of nowhere, and then it goes away out of nowhere. It just happens, right? So I said, well, what if she's not better tomorrow? I just keep saying that because they don't really understand what I'm saying. Right. And she says, "Uh, well, you had 75-minute massages, and we'll charge you for 60. And I was like, okay, that... That's nice, but that doesn't actually solve the problem. But by that time, 
my friend was like, we just have to get out of here. And I said, yeah. okay, we'll leave. So we walk out and we have to go down a flight of stairs to get to the street. And the poor girl, it took her so long to get down the stairs, which oh and she's, she kept apologizing. And I was like, you don't have to apologize. Yeah. I, I get it. And I understand why it's taking you so long to get down the stairs. So I'm not, that it's fine. Let's do it. You know? Ugh. I know. Well, sending you good wishes and a speedy recovery. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to her later and check in on her. All right. So do you want to talk about your obsession? Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's just, it's kind of silly, but um, I have been trying to be more conscious about drinking more water because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll wake up and have coffee and then more coffee and then I don't drink again until nighttime when I have wine. So I've been like, I really should add more water in my life. So I downloaded this app called Plant Nanny. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a water app, but it is because you have (laughs) to drink water and log it in order to keep your little plant alive. And here's how they get you. So you have an animated plant or something. Yes. They're so cute. They have little eyeballs and you can name them and they like bounce around and then, but I'll tell you what, I, the first day I was terrible at it and all of a sudden I got this alert on my phone that was like, help, help. And I was like, what? And I clicked on it and my plant, it, it was thinking it had a skull next to it and it was like no. on its deathbed. Yeah. So I had to hurry up and drink water and log it so that my plant could come back to life. So now I'm kind of obsessed with it because it can grow and become like this beautiful plant. Or if you don't drink enough water, then it starts to shrivel up and die and it like goes, help me, help me. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. But it also is like really sad when you see it and you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I haven't drank any water today. What's the name of the app? Plant Nanny. Is it one word or two? Two words. You'll oh, see so it. It's so funny. Yeah, I'm so going to look cute. at it. Um, I'm just interested in it. I, I'm pretty good about drinking water, but I do, I you know, I love an app. I know. Me too. Oh, and then <laughs> when it does die, um, it sends you a message and it says, your plant is dead. Do you want to bury it or plant a new one? <laughs> <laughs> so you've already let a plant die, I see. Yeah, so you can like, it, and then you can click just bury it or bring it back. <laughs> so weird i know right <laughs> i love it uh my obsession now i haven't told you about this Allie, because uh i haven't been able to get in contact with you this week but um i joined that gym you did i did i did some real budget work and i okay. realized what i need like where i need to cut stuff out of yeah and now that my birthday has passed, now I can actually cut that out because I let myself have a, like a little bit of a free pass on my birthday. Yeah. Um, and I joined the gym. And? And I love it. Oh my God, that's awesome. I really love it. And um, it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it is absolutely a little splurge. Not even a little splurge, but a splurge for me. But um, I really... I, really really like it and they have amenities I didn't even know about so I thought it was just like this fancy gym that smelled good and it turns out (laughs) uh it does smell good it smells like a spa and a hotel all in one but Uh um 
they, you know, I just said I love an app. They have an app that tracks all of your workouts, automatically checks you in, and then you can take a picture of the data screen. Like if you're on a cardio machine or something, you can Uh take a picture of the data screen at the end and it'll upload it or you can manually upload it. And then you can look at your history of working out. Which I oh, love. Oh, that's cool. Does it yeah. like track your calorie? I mean, you know what I mean? Like how many calories you burned? Like how long you've been on a Yeah, you something? can set it to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so then I'm taking the tour and I'm already sold on it. You know, I'm like loving it. I'm taking the tour and everything. And the woman says, um, and then for an extra fee, and before you freak out, I did not purchase this extra amenity, but okay. I need to tell you about it. <laughs> okay. So it's for an extra fee, you can have a permanent locker here. Oh, that's nice. And I, and I said, well, what's that? You know, and she goes, oh, well, you can keep your clothes here so that no one, you know, especially yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. just running around, you have a locker, it will always be locked, whatever, this, this, this. And I said, yeah. that's great. She goes, oh, and by the way, that also comes with laundry service. <gasps> what? <laughs> I, I know. And <laughs> so you can leave your clothes there, work out, drop the clothes off, and they will put it back in your locker for the next time you come work out. So you have like a little ditty bag and you, it has your name on it or something? I didn't get that far because I knew I could not afford it and I just had to walk past the rest of that amenity. But oh, I don't, that's so I awesome. don't know how they do it, but that's... Do you think you could like very nonchalantly add in real clothes and then... Yes. Like throughout the week, they could be just doing your laundry. So if you really, I mean, how much is a service? Because if it Allison, saves you, stop on justifying. Doing- Allison, stop <laughs> it. Because you know that I'm very susceptible to logic like that. I know. I know. That's, but I'm like, how much do you spend a week on laundry? Um, I spend about $15 every two weeks on laundry in New York. So 30 bucks a month? Allison? Well, I, I just didn't know how much the service was. It's $80 it a month. Okay. Okay. So see, it still would not be worth it. <laughs> Except for the fact that you would not. I mean, how much do you think it's worth to not haul giant bags up and down? Well, you're right. That actually is worth $50. The point is, but, but it doesn't matter if it's worth $50 if I don't have the $50. That's, that's true. And also, it in the past week, I've used three separate locations. So it doesn't oh. really make sense for me to keep my stuff. That's true. Two days ago, I had like two and a half hours free in the middle of the day, but I didn't have my gym clothes with me. Uh-huh. Um, so I just went to the steam room and took a shower at a gym. Oh, my God. That's so cool. I know. I was like, well, I have two and a half hours. I might as well just go. At first, I was like, maybe I'll just go take a shower because it was a little hot outside, hotter than yeah. I had expected, and I just didn't feel very fresh. And, you know, in New York, you're just walking around all the time. And um, I was like, well, if I'm going to the gym and I have, like, an extra half hour, I should just go to the steam room. Yeah. And I did. It was That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, yeah, you could be out all day and doing a ton of things, and then if you have, like, something that evening, instead of going all the way back home, you just stop in and shower. Yeah. That's so great. And they even have like face, Kiehl's face cleanser and Kiehl's face moisturizer in the locker room. It's really great. Anyway, that's that's my obsession. Uh, What's on your wish list? My wish list is a king size bed. Oh, yeah, they're good. Because Hannah's getting bigger, but yet she still ends up in our bed 
every night between the hours of like 2 and 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And that kid, man, she's got legs for days. And she just takes up the whole – I'm sleep terrible. I'm like pushed off the bed. I've got two giants sleeping next to me. And I'm like on a little tiny corner like – hunched up in the fetal position (laughs) so i don't mean this to be a really stressful question but is there going to be a point where you say you can't be in the bed anymore well it's you know what she never starts there and then when she crawls in sometimes i don't even hear her crawl in or feel her i'll wake up and she's like right next to me no of course and then it's at that point you're like "Uh, i'm just so tired yeah, of like course. you just keep sleeping. I mean, it would make more sense for me to move her back, but I guarantee you she'd just keep getting up. And here's the thing, too. I have a 13-year-old. I know this phase doesn't last, you know? So it's like, yeah, eh, whatever. But I would like at least a bigger bed so that it would at least be more comfortable when she gets in bed. I love a king-size bed. Even, yes. even if I'm by myself, I just want – I want the biggest bed and the biggest TV. There's no yes. TV or bed that's too big for me. Yeah. I agree. Or shower stall. Oh, yeah. Except sometimes in a really, really big shower stall, it's a little cold. Well, that's when you need more shower heads. <laughs> oh, you're right. Okay, great. So no yeah. shower stall with the correct proportion of shower heads. Yes, correct. Yeah. It can never be too big. Oh, I love a king-size bed. Yeah, me too. One day. Mm -hmm. And you know what I love about a king-size bed? And I think I've talked to you about this before, is that when I – there's always a cold spot for me. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. I can, like, roll around and find the the cold spots as the night goes on. Oh, funnily, this goes right into my wish list, which is that I wouldn't have insomnia. Aww. Uh – And that's all. I just have chronic insomnia. A little tired of it. It's making the mornings a little tough right now uh, because I can't sleep. And then, and I'm, and I'm not taking a nap. What can you do about it? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I have been on medication for it before, uh, but I never found an insomnia medication that didn't make me really sleepy the next day. And because right. my schedule is so weird, some days I'm up at 8 in the morning, some days I'm not, some days I don't have anything to do till 2. It makes it really hard to yeah. manage it. I don't know. I don't know if I should just be like resigned to it and be like, oh, this is how it is, and so just have right. to manage it, or if there's actually a, a cure. If anybody has any ideas, give me a call. Yeah. Let you can know. Email us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We are everywhere. So if you got insomnia tricks, let me know. Okay, so I think it is time for our very exciting 10K dollar days. Yeah, because it's the 22nd episode on the 22nd. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. Um, And I really hope that we have done stuff in this state before. Okay. But we've never been to the city. All right. Uh, I'm going to Denver, Colorado. Ooh. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I know. And, you know, I've never been to Denver. I have a really good friend in Denver. I've, I'd love to go there one day um, and possibly do some of the stuff that I found. So the first thing you need to know is we are staying in the Four Seasons Denver. 
Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah, it's very exciting. I did find some other um, independent hotels, but they just weren't hitting the price point that I needed them to hit. So we're staying in the premier one-bedroom suite for almost $3,000 a night. Okay. And this um, room has huge windows, and so they face the mountains. Because, you know, I love mountains. So you can see the mountains from the room, which is great. And they have one full marble bath plus a guest powder room just in case somebody comes and visits and I don't want them in my bathroom. Okay. (laughs) Which I like. Uh, So that's where we're going to stay, Four Seasons. It comes with all the wonderful service that you would expect at the Four Seasons. We're going to have breakfast, brunchy, at this place called Beast and Bottle. Ooh, that sounds fun. And they have something on their menu that I've never heard of before or never thought of before and it's called a pancake souffle which I think is like oh. a souffle but that tastes like a pancake mm-hmm. and I think that's amazing so I'm going to get that for sure it comes with candied hazelnut butter maple lardo and cherry jam I'm also nice. going to get the french omelet because you know I can't just do sweet for breakfast so that comes with spinach herbed goat cheese and toast so that breakfast, not too expensive. It's going to cost me with tip about $34. Okay. I mean, yes, it's expensive, but not for 10 k you know. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing that I'm going to do, now I've had breakfast. Um, I'm going to go, <laughs> very excited about this. Um, I'm going to go to this place called Mile High Drive. Okay. So there are a lot of beautiful mountains in Denver and in Boulder, you know, around. And you can rent, not rent a car, you can take a, like a class almost with okay. a sports car and they'll take you up the windy roads like in the car commercials. Yeah. And back down. So I'm uh, going Wait, to do you get to that. drive it? Yes. Oh, you've done that before. I did it in Miami, but remember I you wasn't like sure. That. Like I love it, but in Miami it was like city and I didn't think yeah, and you could even well, really... Now, oh. Your resume is just going to grow. <laughs> well, remember, I also took a, I took a Range Rover, Land Rover course of off-road driving in South Carolina, North Carolina. Oh, yes, you need to, yep, you can add all of that. You could literally I'm, drive anywhere. I'm basically a stunt driver basically. in the podcast. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right, I'm racking up a lot of skills. So I am going to take a McLaren 458. Okay. On this nice. mile high drive. It's an hour long drive. It's actually not that long, but it is through the mountains. And they didn't say it was like the car commercials, but that's what I picture in my head, right? That it's yeah. like windy road and um, clear day. And I've got good music on the radio. I hope they let me use the radio. And yeah. uh, you can take a passenger with you for free. Oh, I don't have. Well, yeah. yeah but. I don't have a passenger, but just to let you know. Um, it's a different price per car. Mm-hmm. My car costs $649 for that hour. Whoa, for an hour? For an hour. Nice. So then here's, okay, this one I'm I'm back going back and forth about what I'm about to do next. So I finished the hour-long drive and I realize I'm going to need a car to, okay. for the rest of the day. Because the thing that I'm doing in the evening is is a little far out. Not super far out, but not quite in the city center. So, um, I'm going to come back to Mile High Drive in a second and get a car and I'm going to tell you what it is. But first we're going to go to lunch. Okay. So I'm going to have lunch at this place called Acorn. And 
it has a really interesting menu. It's actually not that expensive, but it looked so good I had to try it. So my app, it's like little plates almost, like tapas. So I'm doing okay. an oak-roasted maitake mushroom. Okay. Because I like mushrooms and I like roasted things, right? Well, there you um, go. Yeah, and it has like almond romesco, quince, chorizo vinaigrette, and uh, idia zabal cheese. Idia zabal okay. cheese. It's my favorite cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh idea zabal she was the voice of elsa yeah. so uh the next thing we're gonna have is a kale and apple salad with candied almond grana padano lemon vinaigrette and oh man i didn't look up any of these ingredients uh tagadashi i okay. wasn't expecting a japanese ingredient to be in the middle of that but i'm sure it's delicious and then wood oven roasted clams Mm-hmm. And those are the really long clams from their picture. Like they, they're long and um, almost rectangular. Okay. Super long clams. And then two cocktails. Everything on their cocktail menu looked really sweet. So I'm probably just going to order like a gin and tonic and call it a day. Yeah. Um, because well, it's make... early too. You don't want too much. I know. They do make an eggnog. Oh. That might be uh, yummy. Yeah. I I don't really like eggnog, but I thought it was interesting that they made it there. Yeah. So, and for dessert, I'm going to have an almond custard with okay. pomegranate granita and dried rose almond meringue. Yum. I know. So now I have that lunch. That whole lunch, including the cocktails, $69.50. Really not that expensive. Oh, that's not bad at all. I know. So now I go back to Mile High Drive okay. after a good time to sober up because I did just have two cocktails. I want to be responsible. Um... And I have decided to rent a car. Now, here's the thing. I'm renting a really flashy car. That's normally not my style, but I have a really cool drive to do later in the evening. And so I kind of wanted a car that was going to make me feel like I was having an experience that I wouldn't normally have. Okay. So I rented a Lamborghini <gasps> Huracan Spider for the day it's... Sixteen ninety nine, one thousand six $1,699. Whoa. That's aw- And you're driving it? Yeah. It's my rental. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm going to rent it around. I do think that um, it's a little flashy. So I think people may think I'm a crazy person, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to drive it around anyway. So first thing, so now I'm going to drive it. To this restaurant that is, I think, on the outskirts of Denver. I don't think it's in Denver, but it's called The Fort. Um, okay. It's a, it's an odd restaurant. It's a unique restaurant. It's okay. all recipes based on ingredients available in Colorado in the 1830s. Oh, oh, that's cool. I did a place like that. I don't remember where. Yeah, remember that place I went that it was like back in time and it was like they didn't use oh, anything and they had a, like a wood oven yeah and every they didn't even use anything that plugged in yes remember yes, yes. i was like I so excited but yeah. you're much better about remembering where you go i don't remember anything i don't, I don't remember, remember where it was i don't remember i think you were in texas yeah i don't remember but i was super excited about it yeah this is I, so this has the recipes based on like just ingredients it doesn't really mm-hmm. u- uh, use cooking techniques or anything so apparently this place was built as a private residence by the family that runs the restaurant. And then they were like, oh, we should have a restaurant here. And it's super Colorado. Like, it looks like a fort. It's called the fort. 
They once had a pet bear. Like... <laughs> they once had a pet bear? Oh, yeah. That's part of the story of the restaurant. Like, they had a pet bear for a very long time named Sissy. Oh, my gosh. That's mm-hmm. not safe. And they... <laughs> it's not safe. And they don't have any prices on their menu. Huh. However, there were four dollar signs next to it on Google. Oh, and it okay. said that the entrees can be up to $52. Whoa. So... Well, it's like a steakhouse. Yeah. So for my, so I'm gonna get roasted bison marrow bones. Okay. I'm gonna Yum. get. Uh, this is now the next app. I'm not really sure about, but I'm gonna try it because it sounds weird. Jalapenos escabeche stuffed with peanut butter. Oh, I don't know if that goes together, but it's house made pickled jalapenos. Okay. With a mango whipped peanut butter. Oh, now that sounds good. Okay. Well. I'll tell you how it is. And I have it in my secret 10K day. Okay. They do have Rocky Mountain oysters. I don't think I'm brave enough to try them. <laughs> um, yeah. But you love oysters. But they're not oysters. But they're close. Oh, no. Uh, Rocky Mountain oysters are... The way that they phrase it on their website is what makes a bull a bull. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I know that people, I know that it's a good, I, look, I believe in using all the parts of an animal to eat. I believe in that. I think it's wasteful to not do that. And I and I know that there are cultures that do it, including Filipino culture, that eat parts that we don't normally eat in Western society. And I feel like we can't judge people for that because they're actually being very efficient and responsible with the food that they eat. Um, yeah. I don't think wait. I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Well, here's the thing. If you have to change the name and give it a code name, then that probably means it's not good to eat. Like if you just can't call it, you know, the bull balls, then you can't you gotta change the name to oysters. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I, I also don't feel you can order that by yourself. Like, that's a weird thing to order by yourself, I think. <laughs> like, if I was like, I'll have the jalapenos, the roasted bison marrow bones, and the Rocky Mountain oysters table for one, please. They'd be like, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to have a good old steak. They have elk. They also have Perfect. bison. They have um, buffalo. But I actually don't love game steaks. I prefer a beef steak. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to have a really great steak and, uh, you know, my two cocktails. They don't yes. have any prices at all. So I am just assuming that my meal will be about 150. Okay. Because if the if the steak is 50 bucks, then that leaves 100 for everything else. Right. That's good. Um, yeah. It's a good okay. guess. So now I finished that and it is time to go to the Red Rocks Amphitheater. Oh. Where I'm going to see the Colorado Symphony. Oh, that sounds lovely. In this open air theater in the mountains, in the Red Rocks, with the west behind you. Um, it is a beautiful, beautiful location. because it's, That's really it's, cool. The whole back of the stage is open to the Red Rocks. Yeah. And you sit within the Red Rocks. Um, and there's a 
there's a, a concert on May 31st. And they are opening. At first, they're they're advertising it as a Rachmaninoff piano concerto number two concert, which, you know, I'm a pianist. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I know that concerto. That's interesting. However, for me, the most exciting part is that they're opening the concert with the overture to Candide, <laughs> which is my oh, favorite overture yeah. ever. And so like I've never... It's perfect. I've never seen... Um, that performed live. So I'm very excited about that. And then um, it's Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number no. 4 for all of our classical listeners is how they're closing that. So yes, Colorado. that's going to be... I know. I just think it'd be great. So I'm going to drive my Lamborghini to the concert. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cheap. I got premium, like as close as you can get seating for $100. Oh, wow. Which I thought was really great. Yeah, that's great. And then right underneath the description of the concert was a description of Happy Clouds. And I don't know if they're releasing them on this concert, but it was on the concert page. So they are smiley face bubble sculptures that when released with helium drift amid public spaces. It's an, it's an artwork that has been outside a lot of places in the world. They did it at the Tate Modern in London. They did it in Dublin, Moscow, Australia, Milan. Huh. Um, so Happy Clouds will be launched at over a dozen sites across the Denver metro area from Red Rocks to Denver Public Library branches. They are fleeting, environmentally friendly Happy Clouds that will float outdoors, interrupting daily life and reminding us all to be in the present moment. That's beautiful. So I think they might release them that day. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, So that's my evening at the Red Rock Symphony, and that's the end of my day. I like that day a lot. Thank you. It cost me $8,601.50. Nice. That is not bad. Well, thanks. I think it's a good day. I think it is, too. Yeah, I'm really excited about the drive home, too. <laughs> yeah, right? In my fancy car. Um, all right, where are you going? All right, you know what's funny is we have similar uh, experiences, I think, this time. Really? Um, I'm just going, yeah, a, a little more Midwest than you. Okay. Um, but not far from those Rocky Mountains. Hmm. I am actually going to where... I took my senior trip in high school. okay. Which this is going to be hysterical when I say it. You know, most people go to like Cancun. Uh, Wait, Um, was this an organized senior trip or just you and your friends? It was just me and my friends because we didn't want to do Cancun with everyone. We wanted to do something different. So it was just me and my three friends. There was four of us total. We drove in my car and we went and now I'm going back. To Branson, Missouri. <laughs> you went to Branson? <laughs> For my senior trip. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> Allison! <laughs> yeah, we drove to Branson, Missouri. And we stayed in like um, oh my one of those goodness. like the timeshares. We yeah. stayed in one of their parents' timeshares. And we went to uh, the Dixie Stampede, and we went to, um, <laughs> like, the Wax Museum, and, 
Yeah. It was fun. That's amazing. Just the four of us. All right. So I'm going back to Branson. And um, it's actually a very affordable place because, you know, it's Midwest. It's uh, country. It's down home. Like everyone just, you know, they want tourists to come there. Um, So I went to Airbnb to find a place to stay. Okay. And I found... And this is on the description. It says massive six-bedroom river home with a pool and tiki bar. A tiki bar? Yeah. It okay. gets better. So there's eight bathrooms in addition to the six bedrooms. And mm-hmm. it sits on 28 acres. So you're just surrounded by forest. The pool is a zero infinity pool. Uh, what then, is that? Wait, wait, wait. What does that mean? Oh, I just thought you knew. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was guessing it was one one of those things that um it goes to the edge, and so it just looks like it goes out into the forest. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, that's an infinity pool. I don't know what the zero in front of it means. Huh. I'll have to look it up. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you don't want to take a guess? <laughs> um. Okay, well... Um, zero infinity, huh? Maybe it's just like that all the way around. Oh, we're like, there's literally no lip to it. Yeah. How do you get into it? Magic. Oh, then the, it's whatever you're paying for that Airbnb is worth yeah. the price. I mean, it's Branson. They have tons of magicians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I um, <laughs> Okay, so you were excited about the tiki bar. Well, you can hire a bartender. They said, that's what it says on there. It says, enjoy a nice cocktail, and we have a bartender available for hire. Now, it did not give me a price, but I'm guessing if I have this bartender just literally come stay in one of the bedrooms for the two days that I'm there... I figured 800 bucks a day was a good payday, right? That's a gigantic payday. That's what I thought. So I'm going to offer him $1,600 to just stay at the house and be my on-call bartender. So you're going to be a single woman in the house and you're going to invite someone to pay them $800 a day to stay at your house. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It may not be a guy. It could be a girl bartender. That's true. But yeah, it's their job. So then they also have a full coffee bar. Isn't that cool? In the house? <clears throat> yes, in the house. But what, I mean, what does that mean? You're still making your own coffee, right? Well, I think you have to make your own, but I think it just has a, like, a plethora of options. You know, probably like okay. an espresso a machine, probably a Keurig, probably like the regular drip pot, you know? Okay. And lots of flavors, maybe. So for two nights in this home is $5,953. For two nights, $5,000. And that's with with the cleaning fee, with the taxes, with everything. Okay, Branson. Yeah. So in the morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go to the coffee bar in my own house and I'm going to get a cup of coffee and then I'm going to go sit out on, uh, you know, the little dock by the zero infinity pool and just take in the forest I'm going to wake up early. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Um, Just have a cup of coffee. Then I'm going to contact the Branson limo service because I need a car for the day. And I'm getting the executive SUV and uh, it's $1,100 for the day. And that 
to Th- drive that me That is around. with a driver. Okay, got it. Yes, with a driver. Um, okay, cool. So after that, I wanted to find a really good breakfast place. And so I Googled best breakfast in Branson. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is what popped up. IHOP. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want to go to IHOP. So I had to do a little bit more digging. It didn't – I know. I was like, oh, Branson. Um, but I found another place, and it's called Clockers Cafe. And it says it's a quaint cafe located in downtown Branson. And it says, you never know who may stop by to eat, like Jerry Springer. What? I was like, out of all the people, all the celebrities <laughs> in the world, that's literally the one name they had. So that's Jerry amazing. Springer must really like to go to Branson. I don't know. Maybe he has a house there, but he obviously eats at Clocker's Cafe. Or at least he has one time. I'm sure. that is like their claim to fame. That's so funny. So funny. I know, right? Um, but everything they make there is homemade. Um, and so I'm going to get the Eggs Benedict. Yeah, I'm going to get... Yeah, I know. I want a sweet and a salty. I'm going to do the buttermilk pancakes. And so with tip is about 20 bucks. So super affordable and really cute cafe. All right. So after breakfast, um, I was really excited about seeing all the shows in Branson. So this is going to be like a show day. And (laughs) I was really really excited because (laughs) – they have a 10 a.m. show at one of the theaters. What kind of show is it? It is the Dublin's Irish Tenors and Celtic Ladies. Oh, that's very early in the morning for tenors to sing. I know, right? It's, and yeah. it, it is what? It's only on Wednesdays, which oh. is when I would be going. <laughs> because you always go on a Wednesday. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so I was so excited about the 10 a.m. show. And it says they sing all kinds of songs from classical pieces to contemporary opera, pop, Irish classics. And then also songs like Hey Jude, You Raise Me Up, Rolling in the Deep, and more. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, God. 10 a.m. show once a week? I know. Well, I don't even know. I just looked at Wednesdays and they had a 10 a.m. So maybe they even have more. I mean, that's, I mean, that's amazing that they can sustain a 10 a.m. show in any city. I know. But yeah. And it says, um, oh, I can purchase the gold seating, which is rows one through five. And that seat is cushioned and provides a cup holder. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. And that ticket is $46.96 with um, tax. All right. So I'm going to see that show at 10 a.m. So then afterwards, a couple hours later, I'm going to go get lunch. And for my lunch, I'm going to go on the showboat tour. (gasps) What's that? And it says it's a showboat cruise over Table Rock Lake. And it's a two-hour boat ride. And it has entertainment the whole time. It says um, it has three different shows that you can walk around and see. And there's a three-course meal. Um, it didn't say what the meal was, but it's just lunch, so whatever. I'll eat anything. Um, <laughs> and it says the showboat is themed um, from the 1800s. So I just thought that was really cool to do for lunch, another Wait, show. What kind of show is it? Um, Like a musical show? or I a- think there's lots of different music. 
there's a Southern Gospel group. Uh-huh. There is uh, a tribute quartet. Tribute, wait, tribute to what? It just says tribute quartet. Maybe <laughs> the, a tribute to different... Quartets? Quartets. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like that they should have more information because how do they expect people to Wilburn book their and show? Wilburn? Oh. Are they like a comedy duo? Oh, you maybe. don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I keep asking you. You literally don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. They just, it's more about the food at this point. All right. Lunchtime. All right, so I go on that. Did I tell you how much it was? $62. Okay. For the dinner and cruise. All right, so afterwards, I'm going to get off the boat. Um, it's 1 o'clock. I'm going to go to Silver Dollar City. Have you ever been there? I have not. Okay, I went there when I was a kid. Um, it's a theme park. Oh. And so, yeah, that they have in Branson. And so there are 40 live shows performed daily. So just different shows i don't you are know what they seeing are but all the shows i know there are 60 one-of-a-kind shops family adventures and a variety of lighting displays and lighting so they have displays. everything yeah i don't know they have bluegrass performances to barbecue it says it's an experience like none other so okay. i haven't been in a while but um and so the ticket for the day is 65 dollars, and then i just figure I'll spend like 50 bucks on snacks. Like if I want to get like, I don't know, a corn dog or sure. cotton candy. So total, we're looking at $115 for that experience. Uh-huh. Spend a couple hours there. Then, so I'm really excited about this. So I told you years ago I went to the Dixie Stampede. Well, that has now changed. And I'm still going to the same sort of experience, but it's changed now. And now it's called Dolly Parton's stampede oh oh mm-hmm. yeah okay. she Got bought it. that out Got so it. i'm gonna do that for dinner and you take a live action trip into america's past there are horses have you ever been to one of those where you like sit around the arena and you I've, eat the food i've been uh not only have i been to dixie stampede which i went to on a high school band trip um, but I've also been to Medieval Times, so I've oh. I've, been, I've done okay, the so dinner it's shows. The same sort of thing. Okay, N- no so silverware. Sort of thing. No silverware. That's the I weirdest know. thing to me. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's smart, but at the same time, a little gross. Yeah, I get okay. it. Um, so the ticket plus I'm gonna get the collector's boot mug. You could add that on, <laughs> and then your alcohol is. Additional, and I'm actually going to get a couple beers because I feel like I have to drink beer in my boot mug while I'm yeah. there. Yeah, you I'm definitely not a big beer drinker, but whatever. you can't get like a daiquiri in a boot mug. No, no, okay. or even a glass of wine. I mean, that's just no. <laughs> yeah, can I so, have the Chardonnay in the boot yeah. mug? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there that's done it, but not this girl. Um, <laughs> and so with tip and all of it, I'm guessing it'll be about a hundred bucks. Okay. Because um, it's 66 for the first two things, about 20 bucks in beer, $100 with tip. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to go see that Dixie Stampede. I'm so excited. Or sorry, Dolly Parton Stampede. Um, so excited about that. And it says, uh, oh, you also get to hear um, a song called Color Me America, which was written and recorded by Dolly herself. Yep. So they must play that every time. All right, so after that, now it's 
getting close to it's nighttime. So I'm going to go down to the famous Highway 76 strip in Branson. And I'm just going to do some bar hopping. They have live music every night. Great. Um, yeah, it's like, I, I'm sure, I try to think of it as like, I try to, to compare it to like Nashville's nightlife. And I was like, Nashville would probably be like Target. And then Branson would be like the Walmart nightlife. You know? <laughs> like the 76 strip. Like it's still okay, but it's like just a little bit trashy and I like it. So... <laughs> There's a couple places I'm really excited to go to, and one okay. is the Rowdy Beaver. No, Doesn't you that can't. Sound fun. No, it sounds fun. And then okay. the second one is Ernie Biggs Dueling Piano Bar. I bet okay. that's cool. All right. So I'm gonna do some bar hopping, and I, I'm just guessing I'll spend about a hundred bucks uh-huh. while I'm out. Yeah. And then once I'm done, I'm gonna get my car to take me back to my beautiful, massive estate in the woods. And my bartender's there. Yeah, I've texted him and I told him to have, like, some drinks waiting. Or her. And uh, I'm just going to have some drinks by the pool and look at the stars because it said the stars out there are, like, amazing. So I'm just going to end my night at my own place, just drinking outside under the stars. And my total is (gasps) 9000 $99.96. $99.96. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. In Branson. I know, right? Oh, that's that's really cool. That's really cool. I've yeah. never been to Branson. It's fun. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's silly and awesome. I think I have friends working out there right now. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. There's so much going on. But we can full circle this. Are you ready? Yeah. So you went to Branson on a high school on your high school senior trip that you chose to take privately because you didn't want to go on the crazy Cancun. one, right? Yes, yes. I did the same thing. Really? Yeah. My friend Susan and I drove. We can. I don't know how we convinced our parents to let us do this because I don't think I would let my child do this. By the way, so we okay. drove from Florida to Chicago. Oh. Yeah, and spent like five days in Chicago. We stayed in a hostel. And uh, on the way, this is going to be full circle. On the way to Chicago, we stopped by Dayton to pick up my friend Carol. So she actually ended up being in Chicago with us for those four or five days. And Carol now lives in Denver. Oh, that's so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So there we go. Our whole episode just tied up. That is crazy. (laughs) Look at that. Full circle. Full circle. Um, Good days. Those are good days. And they they are kind of like super American days. Yeah, they're smack dab in the middle of the USA. (laughs) What's the name of the song that they do with the Dolly Stampede? Um, America's Colors of America. America is my color. My color is Color me. Color me America. (laughs) Color me America. Got it. Yeah. I can, in my head, in my head, I can already picture how it sounds. I know, right? (laughs) You know, it's like, the red is for the blood of my forefathers alone. You know, it's like. Oh my God. You're probably exactly right. (laughs) So funny. Oh gosh. I don't know. We're going to have to look it up and, and figure it out. Yes. Um. All right, so we are at Happy's. 
Yeah. No, we have to do uh, charities. Oh, my goodness. How did I miss that? You are correct. Charities. All right. Well, I found um, one in Denver mm-hmm. that I like a lot. And it's called, and I love the name because they're not, because it's called We Don't Waste. Well. Good. And they're, they're, they don't even waste words. We, we, don't, <laughs> we don't waste. That's the name of the they charity. don't waste anything. Love it. Um, it's, a, it's a read, what do they call it? They call it a really cool way recovery they call it a food recovery charity so okay. what they do is they reclaim and then redistribute 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 that's how you pronounce that word redistribute mm-hmm. food to those in need so they get um food distributors sports venues caterers and schools they donate their unused food usually okay. they, they try to focus on perishable food because they're also really concerned with the footprint that it takes the environmental footprint that it takes to grow that food um yeah. And then they give, they distribute that food to food banks, soup kitchens, community centers, and homeless shelters. Since 2000, That's awesome. I know, I I love it. I love it. Since 2009, they've recovered over 68 million servings of food. Nice. They've diverted 17 million pounds of food from landfills, um, and they have conserved 2.7 billion gallons of water. If you take into account the water that was used to grow the food that they've resourced um so they're called we don't waste they do take donations i think they said something like one like a like one dollar will will provide 68 meals which i think is is very high but that's amazing um so you can find them at we don't waste and i love them they're from denver yeah that's awesome what about you um so mine is actually something i think we've I mean, everyone has heard about, um, but I was doing some research and it popped up and I was like, absolutely. Um, and it's the Special Olympics of Missouri. Yeah. Um, so Special Olympics is the world's largest sports organization, um, nearly 4 million athletes in over seven, uh, 170 countries, and 15,000 of them are in Missouri. So um, they just, you know, for those of anyone who doesn't know, which is probably no one, but they activate youth and engage kids with intellectual disabilities, and they build communities and improve the health of all of their athletes. And um, they're just changing the game, pun intended, for these young people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was going to be my my charity, Special Olympics. They're doing such great work, always. That's great. So, and do they take donations? They do, and you can volunteer. It's donation-based. Um I think they said uh, it was like 82% of all the donations go exa- like directly back into the young people. And then, of course, they have to divvy up the other things to keep their actual, you know, buildings up. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so donation-based and volunteer-based. There's And there's places, you know, all over the world that support it. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Um, well, I love that, and I, and I love the Special Olympics – I think I have some friends who who volunteer with that in Florida, and it's such a rewarding thing to do. Yeah, it's great. absolutely. Um, now it's, it's time for happy. Now it's time for happies. Happy, happy, happy. Um, my happy is that uh, it's really small, but it's it's okay. So yesterday, as part of my birthday treat, I just like took cabs everywhere. <laughs> I didn't okay. take the subway at all. <laughs> um, which 
there are a lot of cheap ways to take cabs now in New York, like with Uber and Via and Lyft and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was good. But my standard goodbye to people in cabs is, uh, like when I get out of the cab, is thank you. I hope everyone is nice to you today because I feel like people are mean to them and I don't know why, but I just feel that people are. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I always say that and it usually gets a little chuckle or whatever. And yesterday I said it to one guy and he was like, thank you. I mean, it was the most genuine thank you you've ever heard and I was like yeah man I mean I do hope everyone's nice to you and he was like I you know what me too and I hope everyone's nice to you and I said thank you that's great it was a really nice interaction with the uber driver who I did not talk to at all the entire 30 minute drive because I don't like small talk but that's okay but at the end we had a very nice conversation all right, what's your happy? My happy is that in exactly a week from today, we are going to be in Nashville. We are going to be in Nashville. And I just can't wait. I'm so excited. I know. We don't actually have that much money to spend, though. We don't have a lot of money to spend, but I think if we are um, thrifty uh-huh. and uh, share things, yes. that... We're really good at that. We're really good at sharing. You know, it's like we just need tastes of things. We don't need. We don't have to gorge ourselves on the things. You know, food or other things. We just need little tastes. So if we just share things and then do little experiences that feel 10k, I think will be good. All right. I'm a little nervous about what I think the trip is going to be 10k wise and what we actually can afford to do. Yeah, I know, but I, I. It'll be an experience regardless. And we always get like crazy stories out of things because weird people always talk to us. Um, <laughs> That's the truth. We always do yeah, get we always to. get we, – we will have some stories out of this that will be entertaining. Um, you know what I think the moral of the story is, Allie? What? With friends like us. Who needs amenities? It's true. It's true.